Now enter the lab, Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama, episode 93, right? Yes, 93. As we wrap up, um, you know, going into Monday Night Football, Jets, Bills, as we record this live, we're trying to do episodes moving forward uh, on Mondays still, but at uh, 7, 7.15, just to kind of give you a opportunity to watch Monday Night Football. Sundays isn't good for us anymore as a time, unless sports schedule changes. So Monday is the day, and then Monday during football season will change to 7, 7.15 as we're going live now on YouTube and Twitter. Episode unofficially presented by Billionaires Row, officially presented by Broward Vintage. Go ahead, buy your vintage clothing on eBay. Link in, all links are in uh, bio um, and Linktree. Big football weekend, we'll get into that. UFC 293 um, was this past weekend, big main event card there um bunch of little things in our personal lives going on that uh, we want to share and as we unwind the end of summer officially uh next week but before we get into all those topics fort sama what's going on recording early the the light daylight is still out by me so it's kind of weird with the green screen and, and the views but what's going on how was your week what's going on As he unmutes. As he unmutes. All right. Well, that wasn't there working for me for whatever reason. <laughs> no, my, my week was my week was great. Yesterday was great. Stayed busy. My I'm looking to to uh definitely change my schedule up within the next few weeks so I can have Sundays off. Cause it just doesn't make sense for me to work on Sundays, bro. I was just on my phone watching Red Zone the whole day until the Dolphins game started and then I switched to that. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's still daylight over here around me, and I got home, bro. I was trying to take a nap, but I just couldn't. Like I told you before we started, my head's been hurting since, like, fucking 2 p.m. I've been trying to hydrate. I thought that was the cause, but it's getting a little bit better now. I think I just need to go to the gym once we once we sign off, and hopefully, I think that that'll help. Yeah, that might be a little therapy session. I, I, like I said, I like the early. I like changing it up, um, especially with Monday Night Football. It's uh, an opportunity where nothing goes on on Mondays during the other se- uh, months and weeks that we record usually. So it's a perfect timing Monday night. Uh, but it'll be fun to kind of do it early, have it uploaded, edited. So people who don't watch Monday, fo- Monday Night Football could watch us edited timelines and, and stuff like that and then get into the football games. But um. Today's September, recording this on September 11, 9-11. Obviously, uh, it's been, what, 22 years since. My, my birthday is always exactly one week after September 11, so that stands out to me as, as a kid for many reasons. Being from Staten Island, New York, being able to watch the, not literally watch the planes go in, but, um, you know, at 9.30 that same morning when I was 12 years old, to be able to see the smoke coming out of the building live across the river, across the, yeah, across the river, um, was, was pretty freaky. Uh, I'll never forget that image in my head. And then kids being pulled out little by little throughout the day. And my mom and my dad worked at the hospital, so they couldn't leave, get home. So having to walk home from school instead of taking the city buses, cause the city buses were shut down, everything, the whole city was shut down, uh, there will never be another day, hopefully, like that, where just could the, everything that the city did for that 24-hour span especially 
didn't exist. So had to walk home, didn't understand what was happening. Uh, so, you know, shout out that in a, in a good way, as far as, you know, it, it brought us all together as Americans and there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. So we, we, we won't touch on those subjects because we're consumer, we're conspiracy theorists yeah. quarters usually, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a touchy subject when it comes to conspiracy mm-hmm. theory theories with, with nine 11. I, I have a lot of, them but i'm gonna keep them to myself if you do want to talk about them you can dm me and we'll get into it but i just it like you said it it was a day that america just stopped and everything was just like you said nothing nothing went on that day i everyone remembers what they were doing where they were at what was going on when they got that news about 9-11 and you know, the Twin Towers and, and the Pentagon and everything. And, you know, you, you hear all the stories, you, you see all the all the videos that now have been edited and just made to look up to date and whatnot. And it seems like every year around this time, something something else new pops up about 9-11. And, I mean, you can't take away from the people that tried to stop the attacks on there's there's a lot of docs a lot of document documentaries that you could watch about it and get informed about it but i mean just everything goes out to everyone that was affected that day and and then on because after that we went to war (laughs) shit yeah and then that war just ended last year yeah exactly so that was over two decades of what happened because mm. I, I mean just just a lot of stuff behind the scenes that that happened yeah and that, we went in but... f- from one war to another that we should have no business in, but you know, that's, <laughs> that, that's how it always seems oh, yeah. that we're we're, right? we're just always in, in wars that we don't need to be we're in. trading yeah we're trading wars um one thing i did want to talk about briefly uh last week that i forgot to talk about um was uh I was pretty feeling nice on Saturday from a nice day of golf cart life and watching college football. I came back, Matt Spo was over and I was watching wrestling a little bit. And uh, I told you, I sent the photo of you and a few people. I dislocated my toe, which has never happened. My pinky toe completely went out of place. I think it caught the carpet and uh, good thing I was a little drunk. So I didn't feel that any pain or I think I was shocked immediately dislocated the toe, put it back into place. Uh, within probably five seconds and iced it. And then two days later, it was healing well. And what happens like anything, like you have a paper cut, you have any type of injury, you double down on that. And I stubbed my toe hard. Uh, Only that toe, not even the other toes hit the uh, recliner that I hit and immediately iced it again. I went to move it and it popped out again. And that's never happened to me. The only thing I've ever broke or like kind of like injured was ever my left wrist uh but that was freaky to happen like just to see your toe going an opposite way and obviously i hit up my mom who's been a nurse for 35 years since retired plus um nothing you can do just tape it to your other toe rest make sure you don't stub it or do anything so i've been dealing with that it's been better i had nothing's happened i can move it so hopefully it heals well because the last thing you want as you get older is like things breaking down on your body and all of a sudden when it gets colder or starts to rain. You know, you hear this as with older people and like things don't heal the same. So all of a sudden you got a dislocated toe that all of a sudden now you can't 
run the same because you feel that pain every once in a while. So hopefully I'm not being dramatic, but hopefully it does uh, heal properly. And another thing from last week that we talked about, I started my diet, Fort Sama. I want, want to make sure that you know this uh, podcast. I've been telling you know people here and there. Uh, started it last Tuesday. No, two Tuesdays. So we recorded when I got back. So it's been 10, 11 days since I did that. Oh, maybe more than that. Almost two weeks will be Wednesday. Uh, officially weighed in today, 199.8. And I have not seen Under 199. 200, my guy. Yes. And I told you, I, the goal for my birthday was 199. So I'm a, I'm a week early, actually. Literally one week early of that goal, which feels good, because I wanted to be 199 by the time my birthday rolled around. So I'm 10 pounds lost, cutting out all the BS, pasta, cheese, chips. I had a couple cheat days this weekend. It was a party-filled weekend. Shout out Drew. It was his birthday. Happy 38th birthday. 38th, I think. If not 39, who knows? It was a big weekend. So had a couple cheat days, but or cheat meals, not even cheat days. Um, but yeah, down 10 pounds. So thank you, Fort Sama, for inspiring me. Thank you, everybody else that uh, does does well in their life that makes me feel like a piece of shit because uh, Bill Burr has a, has a fat shaming technique that sometimes you need to fat shame yourself a little bit in order to lose. Yeah. Weight. I think, I think fat shaming needs to be acceptable. I think, I think as a too close society, friends, too close friends. Yes. Yes. Right. Like yeah, you have to know the person, sure. you have to know their birthday. You have to know their middle yeah. name. Maybe like you gotta, you can't just yeah. be throwing that shit out on. No, Twitter no, no. Time, you know? <laughs> I don't approve. Well, that. yeah. I mean, Twitter, whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 no, but I I feel like we we need to heal as as a society from from certain things and certain words and phrases that that should be that should be acceptable. Again, I, I, words words shouldn't hurt people. Like I, I, I even if bro, the, this is the funniest thing. Is that a Zin? You got Zin pouch in your hand, bro? Nah, you see, nah. <laughs> you lying, bro. <laughs> 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 hey, sometimes when you're dieting, hey. you need to replace. No, fair, fair enough. So. Fair enough. No, I got a, I got, I got a funny story. You want to hear the story about my Zen pouch experience, or you want to hear the story of me saying "gun" in the gas station? I want to hear both. <laughs> Which I, one do you want to hear first? <laughs> first, I'll take the Zen because it's you know it's on topic. But God, dude, so people come in and buy those things every five minutes. Someone's buying a Zen. Is in pouch and they buy the six milligram more than the three milligram one. Oh, I need the so, three, by the way. The six is too much for me. Thank you. Because I'm not a tobacco no. smoker or anything. So no, like me, me either. Me either. The most I'll do is like I'll hit a vape every now and then, like these flavored vapes, like the Elf Bars, or this one's like a Lost Mary. Shout out Frank. Second shout out. He got a, he got another shout out last week. He gave me this one nice. the other day. But so people come in and buy them, bro. So much. And I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, yo, I kind of want to try this. I kind of want to try this. Same Let thing me happened try to me. Well, so I decided to. I was at. I was at another gas station. I didn't even buy it from mine. I was what? at another gas. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't need them to know that I'm. I'm over here doing. You know, I got vices. Uh huh. I feel you. So. So we went and got drinks or whatever, and she was putting them up. I'm like, yo, let me get. Let me get a pack of those. And she's like, all right. She didn't card me, which I don't know. I kind of felt slighted a little bit. Maybe I, I look. You're supposed to card if they look under thirty, and I'm I'm under thirty, so I gotta do. No, nah, she, nah, she she's trying to say that I look over thirty. 
Bro, I tried. I got back to work. I could first. I couldn't even figure out how to open the thing. You put it in your upper lip. Uh, I switch it up. Mm, I'm gonna have to try upper lip. It's sitting there in my car. It's been in my car for like two weeks. I haven't done it since. So the first time I did it, bro, that shit smacked me in the face. And oh, it was a three milligram. Did you get um? Did you get the sweats? Yeah, I started getting lightheaded too. I felt yeah. like a bitch. You get lightheaded naturally. I think as your nicotine builds up, you, you get less of it. With nicotine? Do you, do you know the second time I ever did it was last week on the podcast and I had the sweats? Really? I, I, I took a few days off because I was like, I'll never, I never want to feel that again. Guess what I did? Yeah, no, I, me either. I was like, you did it I was again? Like, Let me try this again. I did it during the day. I got it again. I'm like, what the fuck? But like the first two times I tried it or one time, I was like, I didn't feel anything. So maybe it was a difference of like not eating or being drunk or no alcohol in me. So I just switched it up. But you do get that natural head high and buzz. Um, yeah, yeah, I wanted to try it because nicotine has nicotine has some benefits. It has some be- beneficial yeah. purposes, you know, and I'm not smoking. And there's I guess there's not any other crazy chemicals in there. Like there is like a cigarettes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So so I was just like mad lightheaded at work. Good thing we weren't doing anything. But that shit, I yeah, I did not you feel know, well. You start to immediately feel it like after five minutes and then it escalates to the head. And then, it, yeah. and then it could go in the negative way, which I said the first couple of times I did it, you get sweats. And I got it on the podcast. I could tell you exactly the moment, what topic we were talking about. I had to like mute my shit because I was like, I might have to like go either throw up or go remove myself. Dude, that's what I felt started, like. I felt like I, I wanted to throw up, but I was like, there's yeah. no way I'm going to throw up from a fucking nicotine pouch. Like, this is going to be terrible. Like, they're going to put this on my tombstone. Here lies a man that threw up from a nicotine pouch. That was <laughs> not happening. Yeah. yeah. And then I tried another time when I was working at the gas station, and I had just been outside for a little bit, you know, throwing trash away and shit, and that was definitely not it. Like, I should not have done that. I felt terrible. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to, like, Go outside and just die. But like, have I'm done, not. Have you tried? I haven't done it after that. Oh, okay. You know what's funny is, like I said, the first two times I tried it, I was pretty drunk and and whatever. So I want to try it when I'm drunk. Me, but I did it. I've done it the last three, probably three out of the last four days because I've been drinking and you know getting a buzz, and I haven't felt any symptoms. So your body, I think, does adapt. I think the first time, especially if you do like a six milligram or three and you never did it i think your body is like shocked at the amount of it going into your bloodstream and then after a few times you're like your body adjusts because i didn't feel anything i did i i think i, I packed one yesterday and i packed two the other night and i felt nothing in a good two, i felt not, like no bad symptoms at the same time oh two like within three hours oh okay yeah because no i've seen some people that put like two or three oh no I'm I don't just have like, an bro, addictive you're, personality, you're tripping. so that's, what, that's why I'm fine with doing it because uh, I don't have an addictive personality. Everything I do in my life, good or bad, it's because I want to do. It's not feel like I don't feel like a, I my body needs it. I need it to like live life that day. I do everything that's... because I want to. So something like this, if you took it away from me for a week, I would not go to the store and buy it if you told me I can't. Like it just, I enjoy it. Or Oh yeah, no, no, I'm nice I'm the same way. I'm drinking. I'm the same way. I'm uh, like I said, it's been in the car. I haven't I haven't tried it since. Uh, is that the cool mint? You got the cool mint flavor? 
Yeah. And like I said, that's I'm funny because that's the same one I got too. Yeah. I'm probably going to downgrade yeah. to the three milligram when I see it in, in a store. That's a six. It's a yeah. six milligram. My local oh, spot shit. doesn't have uh, threes, but I will downgrade because I don't need that much. I'll bring you some, bro. Let me know. Let me know when I drive down. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring you oh, some. Oh, yeah. Okay. I want to try. I want to try different flavors though. They got like cool mint. They got winter green. They got this. This just became a Zen podcast. They got winter green. They <laughs> yeah. got coffee, you don't citrus, type of people, but... cool chill. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I get it. I get why because I never did chewing tobacco ever. I never smoked cigarettes. I tried it. fucking dip one time and I literally gagged. It was the nastiest yeah. thing I ever put in my mouth. I wouldn't do that because oh, it. It causes all type of I, I like to look at my teeth way too much. I'm not saying I have perfect teeth, but I like having decent or nice teeth in general or good gums. So I wouldn't want to jeopardize and that. And teeth are expensive, bro. Oh, don't you know it, brother? Teeth Trust are me. expensive. In our household, we're going through it a little bit where like you know, things getting gotta get crowns done. And, and yeah. Root canal, like anything to do with teeth and your oral is fucking <laughs> not cheap. Pause for real, for real. And as you mentioned it, the buzz is starting to engage. Um, right. Yeah, so let's get right time. into <laughs> let's get right into you know most people would be like wait, Elvis Escobar, aren't you a, a Miami? Uh, my, uh, yeah, bro, a, y'all got skunked, bro. Aren't you Get a Giants here. fan? I am a yeah. Giants fan, but can't do uh, that, bro. Like Fort Sama, I always uh, what would Fort Sama do is you can never be afraid to make fun of yourself ever in a group chat in real life, like have fun, make fun of yourself because just like the eight mile theory, make fun of yourself. Nobody else could say something worse about you than you. So I always like to have fun, especially on a podcast. So diehard giants fan smoked 40, nothing. I don't really have much to say other than Cowboys dominated, dominated us. And the momentum swung from that first, after that first drive and, I watched the Dolphins out with Dolphin fans last night, Vito, Patrick, and and Drew, and it was a great time. And what am I going to do? Uh, I'm wearing my Pompano Beach, Florida hat, representing Pompano all day. But also, I wanted to make a little funny and and, and wear Dolphins because I was not about to hop on this podcast and bravely rock Giants gear. So I'll give you your time as a Dolphins fan. Talk about the win over the Chargers. Y'all suck. Y'all were the only team that didn't score. And you all had the the Sunday night game. You all had a primetime game. Sunday night and, at home. New new era yeah. in Giants history. New contract. Just, just paid your quarterback. Y'all paid your quarterback for what? To not even put up points on the board? That's now, let's talk tough. About the Dolphins. Let's talk about the Dolphins. <laughs> That's tough. Hey, look. All I want to say is Tua is him. Tua is fucking him. And all you motherfuckers that were out here last year, two years ago, preseason this year, training camp, all this shit talking about Tua. Oh, he's got a noodle arm. Oh, he's doing jujitsu. Oh, he should have retired. Oh, he, he gets concussion after concussion. Oh, he's got a camera on his fucking helmet now. What the fuck for? Blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. Don't switch ship now. That ship has sailed. Your time to hop on the bandwagon and be a fan and know that Tua was our franchise quarterback, the signs were there. The signs were fucking there. of His accuracy and everything that he was doing, that was there on for everybody to see. But he had someone holding him back. 
we had a fucking dumbass head coach in Brian Flores who was holding not just Tua back, but the whole offense and the whole organization back. Organization. Now we got a fucking coach that is fucking smart. He's got swag. He's got a fucking just, dude, this guy is amazing. Like, I love Mike McDaniel. He's that dude. And we put pieces around him, around Tua, for him to succeed. And, I mean, you saw it yesterday. You saw it last year in spurts. He just got hurt. But what he did yesterday against the guy that he's going to forever be linked to for the rest of his career, Justin Herbert, because he was drafted before him, and then Herbert was drafted, and there, all this talk has been like, oh, did the Dolphins get the right guy? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Who's better? This, this, and that. Sure, Herbert's got you know the size, the arm strength. It's flashy. Everyone loves to see that. But guess what? Two is two and one against him now. And he outplayed him yesterday. Tua made some fucking great throws on third down when you need it most. And, bro, I was just I, – I, I was bricked up at work watching this guy just go to work yesterday. He, he made play after play after play. Yeah. It was funny because um, I never forget things that are said before things are proven. And – you got to complete, you got to continue to remind people and the media that do say this narrative of Tua won't be able to reach Tyreek down the field. He doesn't have the arm. He has the accuracy, but he doesn't have the arm. He can't throw over 20, 25 yards. And that's where Tyreek Hill dominates. You know, his, you, you see me yesterday. I don't have to fucking talk about it. Watch the highlight and you'll know what I'm talking about. But that's what was talked about when that relationship came and you guys got Hill was there's no way he could reach him. There was a training camp footage of him under throwing him down the field. And guess what? Ever since Tyreek Hill has been on the team, because I had him in fantasy last year, Tyreek Hill, he's been connecting on him 90% of the time. Um, that's just a number I just threw out there. I don't know if it's accurate, but it seems like it. And you could see he put up 200 yards receiving last uh last last night yesterday and Tua had what 456 465 something like that's come on like at not even at home away first game of the season where yeah. the rest of the league looked very inept overall offensively the offense was way down uh to start the season for sure fantasy wise you look across fantasy and nobody has over like 100 110 points for a week and that that was weird so shout out Miami Dolphins and shout out uh, your head coach because he's my favorite head coach in the league. The best beginning field position, thirty-five of LA. This might be he's taken down. But That's a touchdown. Maybe limit it to ten seconds so we don't get taken down. Yeah, just that. Like throwing down the field, 40, 50 yards. He did it multiple times. So fuck all the haters. Two is here. Uh, Miami Dolphins in front. And like I said, I benefit. I'm a New York fan through and through. Yeah, do I benefit from Miami sports? 100%. I don't give a fuck. It's where I live. It's where I'll always live or in Florida in general. So I'm enjoying it. I love it. This is a fucking dot. This is a dot. This is a fucking come from behind. Shut the fuck up, haters. Differ dive. All right. Kevin Harlan, bro. Kevin Harlan? Yeah, Yo, Kevin Harlan, Kevin Harlan, Harlan man. It's funny. He's we quicker than a hiccup. We weren't, <laughs> we weren't listening dude, to the audio, so that's he's the first so time I actually hear, hear that. Man, dude, there's... Uh, game. Game, of there, the week, there's game of the week. 
With you one game count. to go, game of the week, no doubt. On one hand, on one hand, quarterbacks yeah. that make that throw. Dude, 100%. like uh, I'm excited for this. I'm season. not a Dolphins fan, so people who are new to watching this, I'm not a Dolphins fan, but like I said, my pod mate is a uh, is a Dolphins fan. One of my closest friends is a Dolphins fan, and I like to see my friends happy. I'm not a hater. I don't root against my friends, no. first and foremost. I root for their happiness. Uh, my happiness kind of maybe first. Second, maybe my friends sometimes when it's convenient. But right. I'll always have love for the Heat. I'm an Inter-Miami fan. I'll always have love for the Dolphins. But my f- team is first, but they don't get the right to be talked about on this podcast because – uh, I don't want to. Be I didn't score. Right now. Yeah, we didn't score, so we didn't show up to play. So why? There's nothing I show to talk about and talk about them exactly. So, um, any last thoughts of Dolphins Chargers? Because I know you had a lot of things to say in group chats over the last twenty. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna talk my shit. It don't matter, and I'm always gonna be here whether we win or lose. I, I, I don't care. That's just the reality of it. If I'm here talking while we are winning, I better be there when we lose but i don't think we're gonna do much losing this year we play the patriots next week i think we're gonna fucking smack them in foxborough i'm not Ooh. worried about that shit they look better smack them they look better in the second they half. Fucking like, suck bro yeah i would have they loved suck. the eagles to lose the, the first game that would probably would have felt okay to me if we were both oh and one but damn yeah, so yeah, yeah it, it looks good. Where where are you playing in Miami? I assume. No, we're in we're playing in Foxborough. Oh, first game's on the road, dude. You yeah. go two and zero oh on the road. Yeah. Woo! First game on the road. First game on the yeah. road, and then we got the and then we got the Broncos uh, on our home opener. One big stat, I think. Um, I didn't look it up, but I heard it on a Pat McAfee that Tua didn't get sacked. No sacks. Huge. No sacks. If you get, with if you get with our our starting left tackle out, Toronto. If Arsenal, my man, if my man, and I say my man because only I, I, what happened last year when we were in attendance in attendance for that game on A Thursday night Yeeks. football against the Bengals, Twin Yeeks, uh, uh, that was scary. So I don't want I don't want to see that ever again because I he's a great yeah. human, but well, also you, you don't want to see that to happen to anybody. You don't want to see that kind of stuff happen to anybody. So, but yeah, if you could, we, you could keep his jersey. You need clean. him to stay upright. Hell yeah! Um, shout out to Dolphins. Anything you know? Football. We're trying to talk a lot of football on this podcast as it is, but we want to talk less on the field. You know, we're going to talk about the Giants, a lot of Dolphins on this podcast. I want, but we will talk about the, the run league too. Just anything that stand up. Stand yeah, up I want the the Tua hate. How loud that Tua hate? Was to be just as loud for the Patrick, for Patrick Mahomes, for Joe Burrow, for I mean, all, just Justin Herbert. Because what did Joe Burrow do yesterday? And and everyone wants to talk about oh Joe Burrow. That's another you know, game. He he's carry he's carrying this team. No, Joe Burrow got fucking yeah. Jamar Chase and T Higgins, who are both top ten receivers. Okay, maybe top ten if you want to reach with T Higgins, but Tua's got two top fifteen receivers as well, and he did his thing. And Jalen Waddle wasn't that prominent yesterday. He yep. still made some plays, but T Higgins has zero catches. Come on, dog! <laughs> like that, he got benched. Burrow got benched in the fourth quarter, but you don't hear none about that. Maybe sure in local media and Cincinnati media, you might be hearing it, but in mainstream. Yeah. In national news, you're not hearing anything. 
everyone's slurping up too now, which is great. Don't get me wrong, but don't don't switch that shit now. That shit's fucking fake. That's another game that um I was at Tin Roof uh, in Fort Lauderdale last night and that uh yesterday afternoon and that's uh that's a bar that's now a Cleveland Browns bar and obviously Cleveland Browns aren't like a team that I root for but it's not a team that I don't go against where it's like I'm married to now someone from Ohio and my father-in-law is a, a season ticket holder of uh of the Cleveland Browns my brother my, my brother-in-law which is Bree's stepbrother is a Cleveland Browns fan so I kind of got it where it's like I guess you would say that would be the third um third team I don't root for because I don't I hate people that oh, my first team is this, and then the other team that I root for. and the, No, first and foremost, it's 98% Giants, and then my other 2% is like Dolphins in Cleveland because I want them to do well because, like I said, family, friends, always root for having a good time and being able to watch games with them. But Cleveland looked great. Uh, Deshaun Watson had him on one of my fantasy teams. Looked great. Uh, didn't even have a great game. 154, one and one touchdowns and interceptions. But Nick Chubb, amazing. and then. Uh, yeah, offensively, they didn't do shit. They were both in the rain, so there's no excuse with that. That's a game that stuck out to me. Uh, that was great. Uh, Niners coming out 30 to 7. Um, what's another game? Uh, the Packers, Packers Bears with Jordan Love. Yeah, uh, Jordan, Jordan having Love. His first game, I'm, 38 I'm points. It don't matter who you put 38 points don't up matter, against. Yeah. It was, uh, it wasn't a, a fluke 38 points. Um, it wasn't like a, a fumble recovery or a kick return. It was Jordan Love had 245 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions. doesn't matter if you're doing it against the Bears because the Bears are trying to be up and coming, so it doesn't matter. Rivalry game, to me, always counts equal. Like it's In rivalry. Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago. So first game of, of the new era of Jordan Love. So got to give him his flowers now. No asterisk on that. Um, that's really it for football that stood out for me. Uh, uh, the other games were just Thir- the Thursday night game stood out a little bit. I mean, the Lions went in there and, and they did their thing. Yes. And, you know, yeah, I, I got all I got all the respect in the world for Mike Tirico. He's he's a OG. He's a vet. He's been doing it for a long time. But when you go out there and say this game has an asterisk for the Lions because the Chiefs didn't have Chris Jones and they didn't have Travis Kelsey, that's that's kind of fucked up, bro. It doesn't matter. It's week one, bro. Any given Sunday, Thursday, Monday, Saturday, whatever. If if you're on that field, bro, you're playing against another professional. You're playing against other professionals who, who have done the same thing that you've done. So you, you don't need to take anything away, especially from the fucking Detroit Lions, bro. Because the Detroit Lions have been bad for a very long time. So if they get a win like that against the reigning Super Bowl champions in their house, first game of the season, first game of the NFL season, you don't say something like that, bro. You you give them all the props. That's Lions. Lions are going to be good. I think they're going to win that division. Yeah, they're fun. They're definitely a fun um, team, and it starts with the head coach and his Dan Campbell. He he gets criticized as being like a rah rah guy, and a lot of guys in that you know that have that philosophy as rah rah don't get. Uh, too many years because once you start losing, uh, you know, that rah-rah kind of, it goes empty handed. So the fact that he's able to be like that tough guy that takes no shit and they're going to be, they've been playing hard for the last two seasons. They were on, were they on hard knocks? Were they on hard knocks a couple of years ago? Yeah. And that's what made me or America fall in love with them. And, uh, 
you know, uh, what's uh buddy's name? Wide receiver, uh, Brown, uh, your boy, Amon Ra, Amon Ra, Saint Amon Ra, Saint Brown, Saint Pierre. Um, yeah, he's he's awesome. Uh, they got a great offense and they're fun to watch. So, uh, with the Giants losing in the NFC and then all the other NFC quote unquote wildcard teams that may not win their division or win it doesn't look good. So after luckily we have the Arizona Cardinals next week. So Arizona Cardinals is wide open tanking. Yeah. Um, they're tanking. So it's a perfect matchup next week to bounce back and go one-on-one for the Giants. So, um, any, like I said, any last thoughts on NFL week one overall? Fins up bitch. Perfect. Um, one other topic. We do have a guest coming on uh, later on the episode, maybe in 15 minutes. We just wanted to get a few topics out the way. So when we lock in with that guest, we could, uh, you know, talk a little bit about what they represent and what they're going, what they have going on. Uh, I wanted to talk UFC 293. Um, decent card from what I watched. Great main event. I was locked in. We had a few people up on few people over on Saturday watching it. Um, I want to hear your thoughts about it. Strickland, very controversial. A lot of Twitter people hate him because they didn't realize who he was before. And now it's getting wind, you know, when you become a champion, all the controversial shit you say. I find him very funny, very loose, very himself. He's not trying to be, he's not trying to say things for sound bites. I think he's been himself since day one. He jokes about his dark past about childhood trauma and abuse and he uses an outlet the greatest thing i don't know if you could pull it up if you could find it um but he talks about in his post uh conference was you know shout out like childhood trauma shout out my dad being a piece of shit because it motivated me and uh made me who i am today you know jokingly and tongue-in-cheek and it was very intense but some people could relate to that where it's like you could use your childhood trauma or whatever goes on in your life as a negative and it brings you down. And this is somebody that put in a positive. And one thing I take away from that, if you do pull it up is he was like, honestly, if it wasn't for UFC, um, I most definitely would be in jail or dead because I would have probably committed crimes. And he knows himself. And I love that where, yeah, you might not like what he says. And I get that about, you know, controversial shit about women in the kitchen stuff like that. And it's kind of for jokes, but, um, he's a real dude and you got to respect that. And he's gone through a lot and he uses that as fuel. So the fact that he could be himself on that platform and be exactly what America doesn't appreciate nowadays, I think it's almost like people do gravitate towards that from being like, Hey, you might not like what he says, but he's being himself. And, uh, it's, it's tough to hear sometimes, but Man, he he put in that work against Izzy. What's your thought about uh, about the card in general and the main event? While well, you looked that up, I know you're doing a couple things at once. Yeah, I was just pulling it up. I, I have it pulled yeah. up, but I do I do want to talk about what you were just saying, man. Shot, bro. Like this card was there was a lot of shit going on, a lot of shit talking about this card because it didn't have that that many big names on it. Besides, like, the co-main and the main event. Because Kai Carafans pulled out last minute. But, dude, Sean Strickland is, is a man's man. Like, if you don't like this guy, it's... I don't I don't know why. I, I don't know why you don't like this guy. 
yeah, he might say some things that certain people might not like or it might not go over with some people, but just the confidence that this guy has in himself and everything he's been through in his life, he can say whatever the fuck he wants. Honestly. And like you said, he's comfortable. He's comfortable in his own skin. He knows who he is. And what he said that if it wasn't for fighting, if it wasn't for the UFC be locked up, that is 100% true because you sent me him on the Joe Rogan podcast and I listened to it and Kind of this, the stuff this guy says is, is insane. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. You're you're muted. But um, dude, what he did on Saturday night, I, I mean, I I saw Izzy lose on your wedding night, but that was it, it was a different kind of loss for him. And then just what he fucking what Strickland did bro his defense was insane he prepared for that fight like <laughs> so well and i i'm glad he brought the belt back to america man i'm glad he did although i'm i'm a huge Adesanya fan it, it i think it was just meant to be for him man and it's just it just goes to show that no matter what you go through He's the perfect example for this. This is what I'm about to say is cliche as fuck, but it just goes to show no matter what you go through, no matter how you're brought up, no matter what shit happens in your life, bro, you can still come out and be successful. Okay, whether you want to say being a UFC champ is not successful, that shit's successful as fuck because the UFC is the top fucking promotion for MMA. It's the best fucking thing right now for combat sports whatever and you're a middleweight champ and you just beat one of the all-time greats and you made it look fucking easy so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna share the video if it gets taken down i don't think it yeah. will but i had whatever. i had strickland winning the the the, the match uh four one my brother my, my brother did as well yeah four one for me yeah four one yeah. one three four and five to go from one everything yes. you've been Same. through to now holding that belt that says you're the baddest man at middleweight on the planet. What do you think about that? Yeah, thank God for child abuse, right? Fuck yeah. Let's go childhood traumas and repressed memories. You fucking, you you really, you got me to where I needed to be, man. Like, fucking dad, you, you're fucking awesome, man. All, all of the years of abuse, you really... <laughs> to go from everything you've been through... That's so a shorter can, version of it. Yeah, so you can see in that video, he's He's joking about it, but he's really he's feeling real. that shit. Yeah. He's really that that shit is hitting him. And there was there was other people in that card that said some contra- controversial stuff. Yeah. Words in their in their post fight. And I was expecting him to do something similar like that, but I feel like once he realized that he was going to win, he started talking so much shit to Izzy. And just, bro, he, he he was speechless. He didn't know what to say after the fact. Oh, we have a cat. Get away. He didn't know what to say. He was just like, bro, like, I, it was it was awesome, bro. Like, that was one of the greater performances I've seen. And I don't think many people more than Sean deserve that, man. I don't know him as a person, but like I said, he's, he's a man's man, bro. And he's been through a lot of shit. And... I mean, will he will he go back, fight Izzy again, and defend the title? I don't know, but it doesn't fucking matter anymore. Man. I think the fight deserves a rematch. Yeah, it's it's gonna happen. 
which will benefit everybody because uh, Izzy obviously has gone back and forth with the title a few to- a couple times now since he won it. Um, and now this is the second time in what four bouts or not four bouts, but he defended it. He had hit a longer reign a couple of years ago, but yeah. it's going back and forth. He's, he's, the most, the sport. He, he's the most active champ. Yeah. Fuck, I'm going to. So uh, good for him. It was in Australia, right? Was it in Australia? Um, yeah. Which, Australia. What time was it over there? So it was like a 12 it was hour. Like tw- is it 12? 12 hours. Yeah. So it was early yeah. as hell. It was early as hell there. That's why I was shocked that it was normal time here for that. They didn't adjust it, which is cool. Um, but yeah, uh, a second fight that didn't go his way that you did. A, is, it, is it called the Shuby? Is it called? The Shuey. Shuey. Um, Man, to, that uh, shit hurt me so bad. Ty, Ty oh, yeah, what, what about that fight? Dude, this poor guy, man. He's just been through the fucking buzzsaw. He fought fucking Sergey Pavlovich, who was who's a backup for the title fight with John Jones and Stipe coming up in November. He got knocked out by him in quick fashion. I was there, and then this guy before that he fought Cyril Gon, who was an interim champ. Cyril Gon lost to John Jones, and now he fights fucking Alexander Volkov. Dude, six seven, man. Volkov is six seven. That's a tall motherfucker. That's tough, and I mean, I, I I don't know where where he goes from there. But I think I hate saying it, but I think he's just going to be a gatekeeper for like the top ten in the heavyweight division. I I don't I don't fight. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. But I my my unsolicited, unprofessional advice to him would be just take a good six to eight months off really try and just slim down a little bit. You don't have to go down in, in division because he's probably not going to lose 60 pounds. That's it's going to be tough for him. But, you know, get down because he weighs in at 265 and a half or 266 and a half, which is the max. You know, get down to like 235, 240, whatever, you know, something more manageable. And I don't know. He relies on his power, man. He relies on the on the knockouts. He relies on on that big big fucking shot, which which is fine and all. But when you face these guys in the top five, you know that are just as good as you, if not better than you. You need to have more than knockout power because those all those guys in, in that division in the fucking top five in heavyweight, they got the same shit, you know. So get more well rounded and. Just, just come back healthy, man. You've taken, you've taken a beating. No one's gonna say anything bad against you. No one's gonna take that away from you. Like you, you fucking fought some of the yeah. best fucking heavyweights in the last year. Yeah, not all L's are created equal. <clears throat> There's uh, positives in L's sometimes that you take where you get, you know, UFC. You get bloody. You show heart. You, you fight to the end, and sometimes you lose. Like. I don't think uh, UFC is one of those things where it's not like sports, where an L is an L no matter what. You could find a lot of positives and you could still be a fan favorite or still be liked by the masses and still be uh, promotional worthy in a loss. And I think uh, he showed that. He was, he got beat up pretty well. Um, but in the UFC, we all, as long as you could go and you could show fight and heart, you could always have an opportunity to prove yourself again Uh all the time throughout the career, as long as he does it. So I like him. I don't know. I haven't watched too many of his fights uh, over the last few years. Probably that's it. But um, yeah, he's interesting. He's fun. And uh, that's what UFC is now officially uh, WWE and UFC. I think uh, Monday night raw is going to happen tonight. And it's the last 
uh, Monday Night Raw under the complete control under the McMahons. So that means moving forward, Endeavor uh, will create the relationship, right? Endeavor, it is. Endeavor will create that relationship and that partnership with UFC and WWE. So that'll be interesting to see both entities moving forward, how they mix it up. And I think it'd be a great promotion because WWE is at the highest profit wise and viewership that it's been all time. And UFC is at all time. Great. I think that partnership is going to be great. We talked about it on the podcast a few episodes ago, how that relationship is perfect. Um, You got sports entertainment uh, with WWE, and then you got sports entertainment and real and, and fighting with the UFC. I think it's a, I think moving forward, it's awesome if they do it well. And I know they'll do it well because they're at the top of their industry right now. Um, <coughs> yeah, the, the the UFC doesn't miss. We got another title fight this week coming up with Valentina Shevchenko and and Grasso. I think it's going to be fun. It's it's in Mexico. It's on Mexican Independence Day. Oh, they they just they just plan shit so perfect and they they do a good job of it, man. It's it's awesome to see. I'm I'm excited. Uh, shit don't miss, bro. And their their um partnership with WWE, I think it's going to be good for all fans involved. I'm I'm excited. I, I don't even watch wrestling like that, but at the gym they got this this TV in the in like the dumbbell area and they play like throwback clips and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So whenever I'm I'm in between my sets or whatnot, I'll I'll tune in and watch some of it. I might I might have to, you know, start watching some shit. Hey. It's uh it's always good fun. I like to like I always say, WWE and wrestling always brings me back to my childhood and it's the one thing in my life outside of sports that I'm never stressed about. It's always fun. So like sports, I consume so much of it and it's sometimes either stressful or like anxiety driven with my teams, but WWE and wrestling is always like pure fun. Uh, it's meant for pure entertainment. That's what I watch it for. And I for love sure. it. And everybody that comes over my house, I've become or made them into fans just as like. Uh, Myself included. Yeah. Like a subtle viewer. It's like, it's fun. Like Logan Paul now involved. Obviously you always have Brock Lesnar. You have, you know, the, 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 the people that entertain. And that's what we all love. Uh, entertainment is just keep us entertained, have good fun with it. And, uh, that's why I love the dynamic of those two. But, um, you know, we're we're moving along in this podcast, episode 93, and we do have a guest. Uh, Fort will intro him, and we'll have some fun uh, getting to know our uh, guests on the podcast today. Yeah, I'm excited for this guest because this is one of the first people that I knew when I was back in high school that was creating something for themselves. And he was he was trying to build it up, and – he, he wanted to do something. He, he wanted to, you know, kind of put himself on the map, which I thought was awesome. And I, I don't I don't know if many people believed in him. I, I don't know why, but he, he just always persevered. And like I said in a few episodes ago, I really wanted to do some stuff on this podcast and kind of showcase people, not just from South Florida, but mostly from South Florida, because that's where I'm from. And that's where I grew up. And that South Florida made me who I am. And it's funny because now I go to different spots and they're like, especially here in Georgia, they're like, yo, you're, you're not from here. You're not from here. Like you got, you got a different thing about you. I'm like, yeah, I'm from Florida. I'm from South Florida. And they're like, yeah, I could tell. So South Florida, man, it, it has a, it has a special place in my heart and it has a special thing for, for other people with, with creatives and whatnot. And just to see what, what my guy has done in the past year and, not only 
do what he's done, but to branch off and do other things and, and to be consistent with it for now, shit, since, since high school for like 12 years now is, is awesome. So I'm just going to let him in the lab and he'll go from there. My boy, Ronnie, thank you, sir, for coming on. I appreciate it. Welcome. Well, good y'all. Thank you guys for having me and just letting me be a part of this because man, it's, it's a blessing. It's crazy too. I didn't even know you moved to Georgia, dog. It's like that yeah. hard county when it's in you, it just never leaves. It, it doesn't leave, leaves. man. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been Absolutely. a fun journey, bro, over the past 10, 12 years. It's crazy the time flies, but just staying around Absolutely. the things I love. Just like wrestling, bro. It's like you you love these things as a child. And as you get older, it's like people they try to like, you know, throw shade at it. Oh, that shit's fake. Oh, you like that? That's whack. But for me, it was just like I love clothing. I love the streets i love the fashion i loved all these different elements and just being able to stay going at that every day it's never about making it the craziest most intricate thing that like you know is the biggest flex but for me it's just happiness and it's peace and knowing that like i'm doing what i was meant to be doing and that's just through the love of creativity and community and being able to take people's ideas and translate them into things and it ties into just everything i mean my first you know block was yo like this is like before instagram we're talking but it was like i'm trying to build a brand like i know that i could do this like instead of rocking this or that like let me make my own thing and then like i could get my homies to wear it we could take pictures of it we could you know just keep growing it i was on tumblr heavy at the time and through that it just got deeper and deeper i was like oh man if i'm gonna start doing this i should really learn how to do it so I got my first little, I got a DTG machine and that that's not really what I was looking for because that's just a different type of printing. What I was looking for was screen printing. So then I got into that. And as it grew, I was just, you know, kind of helping other people with theirs and learning along the way and just really putting a lot of love into it. And it just created a lot of opportunities working with a lot of people and the music industry and the sports industry and the entertainment industry with hotels, resorts, whatever, but it was just built off. You do good. You're honest. You're integratable. You come through and you care and people, people come back and they, they wear your name loud and proud. So it's just that, that faith in yourself and that faith in that vision of what you're working towards and like everything else will just work out. You just can't stress the how to's. Love it, bro. And obviously, nice to meet you. Um, appreciate you hopping on. Uh, we've been communicating uh, kind of for it's been the middleman between us as far as kind of getting to know you and what and when you come on and you were excited too. So just to, before we get into anything, obviously, let people know uh, the name of your company, either handles or stuff like that, you know, give them a nice intro into what you do. Um, and then we'll kind of dive into, you know, the story of what you've become or what you're you're doing now. So Hypnotized is the brand, Hypnotized since 2012, Heavy in the Streets, and that the premise of that is just working towards what you love every day becomes sort of like secondary in your mind where it's, it's just so natural. You wake up and you're just on go. You're not even thinking about it. It's that state of just keep doing it. No matter how weird or crazy it is, like a lot of people wake up every day and all they want to do is go paint on trains. A lot of people wake up every day and all they want to do is just throw their body against the concrete on a skateboard and just looking for that trick. It's not for nobody else's satisfaction other than their own. And that was what Hypnotize was founded upon. Um, Mint Prince is our print shop, which again, just by being active in the community, by caring about how I was doing things, it led to a lot of 
you know, just great opportunities to work with more people. And um, Hypnotized Clothing is the IG for Hypno, and then Mint Prints is the print shop on IG. And um, those are the main two, you know, that I'm I'm pushing. And obviously, Ronnie.Works, that's, you know, the behind the scenes of just the art, the business, the creative, and, you know, that. Yeah, no, man, like, like you said, definitely, I've realized with some of your stuff, you were saying it was it was more so simple. It wasn't really like a like a huge flex type of thing. I always remember rocking that jacket you gave me. We I traded you something for it. It was the black jacket with the, the cheetah print. With the yeah, with the cheetah print pouch, bro. My brother still has the the burgundy shirt with the hypnotized logo on the chest. My brother still has that. He rocks it. He's got the the green one, the dark green one with the flag on the back. Still got that. That boy got so, the 2012 OGs out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It was a pair of the OGs. bro. I traded you for those. It, outside it was. Of yeah, outside. Of, yep, yep. I remember that shit. I forgot what shoes it was, but I remember everything going down. Was, was that? Them. Do you really? Fuck yeah, bro. I love that shit. Was that going back to not being like a huge, having your clothing like a huge flex or, or flashy or anything, just being more subtle? Was that always something you wanted to do or was that like along the lines that? You were like, all right, I could rock with this. This is more so my forever style. The intent, bro, forever the intent was yeah. just to keep the longevity. Doing it for as long as you want, never being forced. It was never about, oh, I need to be the biggest. I need to be the best. I need this many sales, bro. To this day, I give out so much more than I sell, but it's about the love of doing it and what it means to people and the representation in the streets and people's pride when they're wearing it and them knowing like they have access to it. Because for me, it's just still like, you know, I'll get there. But then other people see it or like, People will come through like, yo, this is you. Like, yo, I've been seeing yeah. this everywhere for years and this and that. Like, how do yeah. I buy this? Where the the fandom of it and the support of it is so much realer because it's not stuffed down people's throats. It's not forced. It's off the cuff. And the ones that are really doing shit are wearing it and they're proud to be in it. So that long game is definitely what I'm on and just the longevity of staying around the things that I've always loved since a child as I mature and as my life changes and I enter different chapters, still keeping that youthfulness in me and having fun with it. And obviously it has gotten a lot more businessy, but that's just life. That I mean, yeah, that's the name of the game. There, there's nothing wrong with that. And honestly, I mean, you, you, you promoted, there's not a main spot in Broward County that you go to that you don't look around while you're driving through and you're like, oh shit, that's a fucking hypnotized sticker. You know, it'll be smacked on wherever I fucking smacked that shit. It popped up on my, on my fucking uh, Snapchat feed the other day. The memories, I smacked that shit on the side of a spirit plane when I was flying to Dallas I was like, <laughs> and it made it through. You got some of the best stickers, bro. Honestly, like your stickers are high quality since i can remember i don't know if you still got the same ones if you still oh, do it course, but... bro we do all that in-house like i'm using the best premium vinyls and uh the street team bro the street team there it is Hold yeah it see down. there it is yep holding it yep. down see? so yeah. yeah it's it's funny because to me i was just always like i'm young and i'm seeing like graffiti all over i-95 and i'm just seeing stickers everywhere and they just caught my eye so i was like man you know like I could, I could, I could do that too. I could have my friends hold me with this, and like it just led into something, and it's just longevity, consistency. You keep going, you keep going. I don't do it for anybody other than myself, and like just having fun with it. It's like, yo, that's a sick place to advertise right there. Like, you know, I mean, you know, 
probably shouldn't be saying this online. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. That's a as long as they don't know where. Yeah, that's true. That's a Gotta be careful spot. what you say. <laughs> and it's crazy. You you know, you see something, you put it there, and you look back like, hold up, bro, I did that seven years ago. It's still there. Like, you know, yeah. some people, they don't even think about it, but other people, they're driving down that street. I don't know how many times, and it's just ingrained in their brain. You create something that just kind of captivates somebody's eye, and then they can't not see it. It's just everywhere. So that was always just the the little, you know, little mystery eggs around the city where it just is a reminder to stay doing what you love. Hey, we could that that logo with uh enter the lab logo on a on a tee or a hoodie would or a hat would look 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 right. Look yeah, proper. No. We can get y'all right with the merch too now. I gotta get y'all a little sticker pack for having me on here, but definitely, yeah, you know, that's we got all the machines. I'm still here in the shop, man. We got our little you're, I feel like you're it. always there, bro. I love that. I mean, I've gotten better, bro, but life is I feel crazy. like you got a room. You got a room in there with with, with a mattress and back in the day. I built this out. I built this out for a living, bro. This is a little crazy yeah. in here right now. But I put in a stove in here. I put a fridge, a washing machine. I well, had a bed upstairs, but then business yeah. grew and I got a house and I was just like, all right, yo, like, let me just uh -huh. not be, you know, get married and wife yeah. and trying to be living in the shop with you. But right. it was yeah. set for that. And then as it grows, it's just like, all right, like this ain't feasible. I need the business space. So it just, you go through these evolutions and changes where it's like there. But in those early years, bro, I wasn't going out. I wasn't going to the club. I didn't have no girlfriends. I wasn't involved in none of that. I was working on my craft. I was working on my passions. I was turning nothing into something. And now it's still like in those early little, yeah, like that that early time where it's just starting to get up. Like those seeds are starting to sprout, but there's still such a long way to go. It's still it's a long, long game, and I'm grateful to have spent as much time in here. And over the past two, three years, I'm grateful to have spent as little time in here because I've had a very strong team holding me down, bro. I had a lot of employees in here, and now I'm just like kind of going through another transition where it's like, bro, like all that employees and payroll, it ain't it, like fuck it i could do it myself and just put more bread in my own pockets instead of trying to make sure everybody else is good and that's been like the latest fork in the road of like you think business is supposed to be this one way you know i always had it in my head of like all right like we just have these people do this and like that will give me the time to do this and you know it's never really what you think it's supposed to be so it's just kind of continually reinventing and reimagining what needs to be and don't have any assumption of like it needs to be like this and take it for what it is i love that in the background we can hear and you're muting it uh which we appreciate Sorry, it. My but i love I, no, i was just gonna say is there like business being done as we as we record on the podcast or are there things being created you know right now in your lab everybody else is out it's eight o'clock so everybody else is going home for the day but i'm still here just because like once I get home, bro, like my cat, I got these little Sphinx cats are all running around yeah. my computer. My wife I know all about like cats around this podcast. <laughs> be up with me. So this is where I at least like have the ability to like sit and like concentrate and think and not have distractions and also be like in it. But that's because nobody's here. But that is a compressor. That's a very large compressor that runs the air on the machine. So it doesn't like just deflate all the air. It has to kind of gradually like let it out. So that way, yeah. All the technicalities I, of it. <laughs> I, I love that you brought up stuff that you do for, you know, how you do it for the community and pretty much the love of the game, even though you're you're making money off of it or, or whatnot, or, you know, it's, it's your business at this point. Kind of one thing that I always loved that you did, and I unfortunately I was always either out of town or I just couldn't make it to all the cookouts and events that you do. I want to 
kind of talk about that that you do because that that is awesome, bro. And just everything that you do there. Community, 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 community. You can't build one thing alone, bro. It takes a village. Like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I'm trying to start my clothing brand and this and that. And it's just like, bro, like community is what it is. And for probably like 18 months, every single month, bro, we had a barbecue, free barbecue at the shop. I would get, I'd go to Costco, I'd get burgers, I'd get hot dogs. My homie Daz would run the grill and it would just be like a fun community outing and just give back like have with this space we have i'd open up the doors we have a big alleyway in the back so everybody would just come through and it was a vibe and it was definitely like a very good time but it was also like real not right around not focused around the right things right where there was just like a lot of drinking a lot of partying and like that ain't me, bro. Like, I'm not trying to be hosting, like, a bunch of people getting drunk and cleaning up. Like, that's not it. So, lately, it's just been more of a shift of we've set up a skate shop over next door and just more mindful things to put on to the next generation that aren't glorifying drugs and alcohol and, and all that. And just making sure they know that, like, bro, you keep your head on straight and you stay working towards what you got. It's there. So that being said, the next event is September 23rd here at the shop. We're going to have a quick swap. And when I was on y'all's link tree about to hop in on this, I noticed who's running the Broward Vintage? Uh, my boy, uh, my boy, Ben. So he's been doing that for, I think, pan, uh, the pandemic started in 2020, 2021. He was always doing it for like, let's say five years. And, uh, similar situation where it's like you're working a dead end job or you're working a job that you don't love and you have a passion for something. And he quickly had time because he was working at home to do both. And then what happened was like, he loved it so much doing, uh, he loves vintage clothes. I've never met a person that knows more about clothing and brands and, and the business aspect. And I've been working with him. Uh, We basically, uh, I work for him or with him taking pictures so he could post it on because he has so much inventory that he needed help with that. So I kind of do that as a sidekick. But yeah, Ben, he's a great dude. I met him two years ago. He's one of my closest friends now. And uh, yeah, Brown Vintage. And he's been full go, full steam on this. Like that's his full time job right now. Like going thrifting, finding things that normal people, you know, throw away that he'll find his gold and post it and, and do well for himself. So I've learned so much from him from a business aspect that I, I'm like, wow, there's so many entrepreneur ways to, if you have a couple bucks, you could figure out how to make that couple bucks turn into a business and not have, you know, a store or something. And then it evolves to what you have now. Look at you in the background, look at, look at all the shit you just have, just showing us right there with the color paint and the graffiti. Like, I can't imagine what is what you're not showing. You know what I mean? It's pretty dope. My favorite is when people walk in because from the outside, bro, this looks like a rundown apartment. So people <laughs> always walk in and they're like mad, nervous because, bro, I keep it low key. I don't got no signs. If you're looking for me, you're looking for me. You're going to find us. But like to the randoms walking by, like I don't got time to entertain all that. So people walk in and they're like, yo, where did I just walk into? Like they're looking all over the place because on the outside, it's such a juxtaposition of like, you're thinking this looks like something bad. But then you come in and you're like, oh, wow like this world over here, I never even knew this existed. So creating that reality around was always the intention. And there was thought and there was like, you know, I want color. I I don't want this to look like any, when I was starting my brand, bro, I was trying to find all these other print shops to do my stuff. And it was just dusty, dirty, ink all over the floor. You know, it just wasn't, wasn't the vibe. So for me, it was like, all right, let me take my passions and intertwine it. But speaking back on the Broward Vintage, 
Um, is he down in South Florida? Are you y'all in the area? Yeah, he uh, currently. Come on, now. come he on, boy, Ben. He got to pull up. Yeah, no, let's uh, let's figure that out because that'll be a good um, you know business aspect. Because I met people that he deals with that went that has done what he's doing and has evolved into you know they had a somebody you know who's, uh, had a store in Fort Lauderdale. He sells uh, vintage clothing to like Fat Joe and all these people that because some people come to Florida and they hey who's your connect with the best vintage clothes I'm going I think he told me a story of somebody he knows like they were going to Disney World or something and it was like hey who do you know that has a lot of Mickey Mouse and Disney stuff for my kids that we could go and he hit them up and they'll swap clothes all the time like the 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 connections and the and the and the business you grow from other people is so important in that industry or your industry where it's like you need to know people to swap material and be like hey I'll give you you know we'll buy each other's clothing because he collects so much and that person might have an eye for uh, streetwear and that person might have an eye for X Y and Z and you swap and you do business together it's it's really cool it's really fascinating I love that uh, industry is. Everything I was just talking about it to a couple of friends last night. Um, the nineties clothing has gotten it right. Like you look at nineties clothing, it's the best decade of clothing, I think, in the last 40 years, 30 years. They as far as like starter jackets for for football, like basketball gear, like all the basketball uniforms were the best back in the day. It's like nineties clothing is will be timeless forever because people have a demand for it. So uh yeah i'm i'm learning i I kind of been helping him out for now uh 2023 and uh it's lucrative man you could really establish your presidency you go on his you go on the ebay account he has 99.8 uh recommendation and great uh customer service and stuff like that he grinds he works very hard that's dope man he's located networking uh, located in coconut creek delray area all right, dog. Because that's where so we're having the swap, and that's basically what we're highlighting is other collectors, other thrifters, other people with brands, just bringing people together in a space where it's not profiting no other big bar or no other big conglomerate that's like, Oh yeah, we're hosting this event and they're trying to piggyback off the coattails of all these younger creatives. It's like, nah, like everybody pull up. You ain't gotta pay nothing, give me five dollars just because I'm gonna have to clean up after everything. And come sell and make your money and be around other people that are also cherishing and like doing these things. So I don't know if you've ever been to the swap shop, but the swap shop is oh yeah, like right there where everybody just pulls up, lays their yep. stuff out, and that is what that event on the twenty third is going to be. So I will check his Instagram. Yeah, let's get together after flyer. we sign off here and uh, swap information. We'll uh, figure it out. We'll we'll, we'll find out be, together. That'll be Target. You know he's in it, yeah. and that's like what you were saying is the the connections and the people and the networking that is business bro that is the art and that is where i thank god i feel like i've been so successful just knowing how to navigate and communicate and deal with people and being patient understanding like what people are looking for being able to like get them what they want and just ready and willing to meet the next person they might have for you because like if i like streamline back like how did I get some of these like big clients? And I'll just like, look back. Like I met this dude. He introduced me to this dude. And I introduced this dude. And like, you just spider web out like, Oh, that's how I met him. And it's just funny. Cause it's like, it all started with events at the shop. I met my homie Lamar and Lamar introduced me to Terry. And then Terry introduced me to Rick. And then Rick introduced me to Matt. And then Matt introduced me to him. And it's just, it goes on and on. So the more position, the more 
time you can put yourself in those positions to be meeting people and to have that good face on it, to be approachable and to just talk your shit, whatever, whatever you're into, like the right ones will come, the right ones will fall. But that is where having those barbecues and those events, bro, it pays out tenfold because when you bring all those people together, there's just a special power there. And that is the only way for us to really like grow is to the power in the numbers, bro. Otherwise, like all these big developers in Fort Lauderdale and Boca and Delray, like the big money from New York, bro, they're going to sit there and like, eh, they're going to create these little spots and like put in their little GMs and try and like take, take off the culture. And like, nah, we got to realize we can put that power in our own hands, but it comes from coming together and like, you know, really doing something together on a ground floor level and not feeling like, oh, I just need this or that. Like, bro, you got it all right here. You got it all. Everything in the world is on your phone right here. It's just you putting in the work to go get it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Dude, I, I can't I can't begin to tell you how much that conversation th that you guys just had about you guys don't even know each other. You guys haven't even met each other and you guys are talking shop and talking business. We about man. to link up though. We about that to link shit, up. Dude, that shit just like makes my heart full, bro. That's like one of the main things that I've been wanting to do with this pod and just take it to the next level. And we're we're kind of running a little bit short about on time and we'll have you on again because I also do want to have Lamar on. I love how you guys linked up and you guys are building something as well. So I do want to have another episode where you talk about uh, Mint Prince and everything that you guys are doing there as well. But man, Ronnie, bro, like I've known you for, for a minute now. And it's awesome just to see that not only did you create something that you love and you're passionate about, but you kept going with it and you kept being consistent about it. And I mean, like you're fucking popping off now and like just fruits of your labor, bro. That's awesome. Glad you were on. You're going to be on again. We'll just figure it out. You know, I'm, I'll am i be down there. Not on the 23rd, unfortunately, when you do the event, but I'll be down the week after. So we'll get with Ray. Maybe we can pop up on the shop, do something. Who knows, bro? Like, just once, once you and I get together, once Ray and I get together, our brains just start working, and who knows what the fuck we, we can do at, at that time. I'm tripping like, wait, I, who's Ray? This is my boy Elvis Escobar. Elvis, yeah. You know, I mean, that's yeah, yeah it's like yeah. you know, like Brad Pitt's name isn't isn't named Brad Pitt. You know, that's my 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 alias. I love it. I almost threw Ron the Don on there, but I was like, damn, let me chill. Hey, you like, can, yeah. next time, next time, you don't have to chill on this podcast. You be be I yourself. Next time, but whatever you want, willing, man. yeah. I thank y'all for just allowing me to be on this, and you know, just share absolutely share some love with y'all, man. It's a what we do, what we do with our guests before they hop off. Just any shout outs you got, anything you want to leave to our. We got about 174 people watching right now. Our viewers, your social, your any anything you you want. Just now's your time, man. The floor is yours. Thank God always, man. I didn't really choose any of this. God really just like put me, I didn't get to choose who my parents were. I get, I didn't get to choose what country I was from. I didn't get to choose that I got clean water. All that was just given to me. So thank God, thank God always, because that right there is like a lot of people, they complain and they like, oh, like I just need this or that. But it's like that humility and just knowing like, yo, you're alive, you're in good health that right there is the ultimate blessing. And then from there, just work towards something every day. Don't just sit there having ideas, bro. Everybody got ideas, but sit there and get to step in and just put in the work, put in the work, put in the work, and it'll pay off. But keep the faith and you got to be your own biggest fan because nobody else is going to be pushing it but you. And thank God for, you know, my family, my wife, everything. And if anybody ever needs any help, if they got questions, if they 
you know, trying to get into screen printing or starting a brand or they don't know, you know, about whatever, hit me up, Ronnie.works on Instagram. And I'm always here to just be be of service to the people, bro. That's that's my my two cents. We always preach love on this podcast. So that's why anytime, like I said, didn't meet you until just now, didn't talk to you prior. That's why I love the energy where it's like this podcast, we try to we've seen other podcasts that are very or other people we try to get on and they're very selfish in what they want to talk about or what they want to proclaim they are. And we always said when we have a podcast together, cause we had one earlier where it's like, we want to make sure that we, we tell people, we show love to people. We have them on and, and, and love is love always on this, uh, on this platform. So I'm glad we were able to have you on brother. Thank you, bro. I got some stories too, man. I can tell you how I got just like fucked over real bad a couple times. Oh, man, we I can go into it. This isn't the first time you'll is, you'll be on, so we'll have. There's you been a lot of lessons up. learned, man. Don't trust nobody, even if they're the top in the world. You don't trust them. They ain't gonna pay their bills, dog. Like, oh, <laughs> hell yeah, man. yeah. Don't put your trust in human beings because they'll they'll most likely always let you down. But it's good to know when you can link up with people that you can trust or build that relationship with that are a solid hundred percent. So. Right like that, y'all boys. Is there Monday Night Football tonight? Am I about to go watch yes, some sir. football? Yes, sir. Yep. Josh, Enjoy, y'all yeah. boys. Bills, Jets. All right, my guy, Ronnie. Enter the lab. Exit the lab. Peace Thank you, blessings. sir. Love. Yes, sir. Sorry, I couldn't do that. Perfect. That was awesome, bro. Yeah, that was Clean. That was it. awesome. Good yeah. energy. That's, yeah, I wasn't that's sure what we were going to go with that. So it was good that... Uh, I wasn't either because I, yeah. I haven't talked to him that much. Like, you know, mm-hmm. here and there with, you know, on story replies and shit like that i yeah. actually got the idea of having him on because i was scrolling through twitter and i saw he had tweeted and he i dm'd him and he's like yo i haven't even been on twitter in a while i just was trying to get on i was like dude hop on the podcast and talk some shit like i know you got some shit you, you can promote and some shit that you could talk about and and i think it'll be clean that's that that's how you know you have someone that you can always go back with when and you know it's genuine because doesn't matter how often you talk, doesn't matter when's the last time you talk to them, that doesn't matter. It, what matters is you, if you can pick it up right away. That's like, like I, I know you and I talk all the time because we have a podcast together. But yeah. I know if we, let's say we didn't and I didn't talk to you for a month, two months, a year at worst, I could hit you up and it mm-hmm. would be like, it would be like nothing. That's, well, because those that's, because that's how you know people like you know people evolve. You know, I hate the word change because it's very. I like the word evolve better because you can see the difference of people that truly evolve in life and maturity. And that's what he talked about. How you know he had a vision, and I can relate to that where he sacrificed a lot of you know going out, hanging out, partying to focus on your business, focus on what you want in life in your twenties. And the partying after that or the hanging out after that is so much more rewarding. When you're trying to play catch up in life, bro. in your 30s and 35s, bro, it's hard. So it, it, mean, it means a lot to hear that. And, uh, you know, that's a lesson to everybody. Are you watching the game? Uh, bad injury. Aaron Rodgers smoked his shit. He got carted off the field. Yeah, I. you know, it's funny. Underdog, I took... They gave an underdog. They gave a uh, bonus of uh, all he needs to do is one yard. He didn't even get one yard today. <laughs> so I, I already lost my parlay. If he doesn't come in, the uh, over under was wow. 0.5 total yards. Oh shit. He smoked it for sure. For sure. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers Fuck. is injured. He's hobbling off. Yeah. I'm watching it now. Damn, bro. Look at that. That's, 
That's he a tried life to stay lesson on right the there. Field. Yeah, that's he a life lesson he right just there. Fell down. I gotta go back. I'm gonna damn eight just to, just to see it. Damn, yeah, that, that that's sad. Sucks. That was happening at the at the greatest part of our podcast episode. Um, that shit was happening, and that's uh, a travesty. That's that's sad. Um, but yeah, thank you for Ron for hopping on. We'll make sure to promote his Instagram page, his business, and all that all week long. We'll we'll put it in so people could know about it. Um, and then yeah, we'll have him back on follow up. Uh, I'll, I already hit up Ben Broward Vintage. Um, nice, about dude. That him. you have no idea how happy that conversation made me, and the the fact that he brought it up and just trying to link it and doing something that that that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. But uh, as we, you know, at a later stages, let's get to some quick topics um, just to end the podcast. Let's see. We won't go into that one. Uh, last week, we claimed that USA was eliminated from the uh, World Cup. They were not eliminated. Obviously, we had it wrong, the, the, the bracket. So they lost, but then they came back and they made it to the semifinals and they lost to Germany. I watched mm-hmm. that game live and they didn't look well and Germany dominated. They were bigger, stronger. And then they played for the bronze medal versus Canada and fucking Dylan Brooks put up what? 39 points. 38. On some 38. Stupid, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mikhail yeah. Bridges definitely was uh, a rising star in that game. He had a crazy, did you see that play? No. So they were I didn't, down. I didn't watch any of that. Down three. He's shooting. I think down four. He's shooting a free throw. Uh, three seconds left. Makes the first, misses intentionally, kind of the second, gets his own rebound in the corner, shoots a three, makes it overtime, and then they lost. I didn't watch that at all, but I seen the highlight. So the positive I could take out as a Brooklyn Nets fan is uh, we got an all-star, a future all-star, 26 years old, 27 years old, and uh, I'm glad we were able to return or replace Durant with uh, a guy in his prime and um, somebody that's could be the future of the Nets for the next, you know, four to six years. So, and then with other pieces. So, uh, no medal for the USA. Um, let's see. I did want to mention this, and then you could go on anything you have because it's probably the last thing I have to say. Is I sent you a article of where Messi, what, bad, what? You haven't seen it. I should just I, replayed I, the injury. Should I show it? Let me let me watch it first, live. I'm gonna show it. Wait, did he re-aggravate it because it was on the scramble or no? I'm gonna show it. At the very end, what happened on this third play? Oh, so it was back a little bit. What happened? Right here. But here's a little better look as this far is, as what no way have happened for him to go back down to the ground. Leonard Floyd takes him down. Oh, it broke? Like just a regular I think so. No, but he what stood up and he was able world? to move around after. Yeah, but then he just yeah. fell right down after. He sat uh, right down. The... Yeah, then I'm not then I'm missing it trying to watch it live or whatever. Because I have two I have the two TVs going on, Manning Cast on the left and the live, and I'm not seeing it, so I have to sit down and watch it. But um oh. damn. Aaron Rodgers potentially breaking on the podcast. I hate that. I hate that it happened to Rodgers. I really do because I love Aaron Rodgers and I think he's top five greatest quarterbacks ever. But fuck the Jets. Yeah, fuck the could, Jets. We could have just witnessed Aaron Rodgers uh, 
either if it's worst case and you know best case scenario out a month or two worst case scenario out for the year but uh we'll see we, we can't assume these things i've seen injuries that should have been way worse that weren't that bad um so i'm going to be hopeful oh now i see it he, he got up hobbling that sucks uh that uh he i think he knows it too yeah, he, he knows it he knows yeah it. no i'm watching the replay now live and he yeah so he gets up nods his head at the sideline and then sits back down he knows it was bad and when you're when you're 20 years in the league you know wait i've never felt this in my leg before right like you you know like oh shit i'm i've never felt this type of whatever just happened um but like i said i've watched guys walk off the field after a devastating injury and be like, oh, wait, he's good. He was able to walk off. I watched Tom Brady walk off from that injury week one versus Kansas City back in the day. And everyone was like, oh, he was able to walk off. He's good. I watched Mariano Rivera walk off the field after tearing his knee, shagging baseballs like 10 years ago. And everyone was like, oh, he walked off. He's fine. You don't know with these type of injuries. Just because they walk off the field doesn't mean they're um, it wasn't a bad injury. So we'll probably have an update literally within the hour um, after we're off. So can you pull up the link that I sent you um, to about Lionel Messi? And yes. So Lionel Messi, obviously, um, Inter Miami, uh, the Miami stadium will not be finished, completed until I think 2025, I believe. Um so he plays in Fort Lauderdale, which is not Fort Lauderdale downtown. It's more like Oakland Park uh, area, more than Fort Lauderdale, which is three miles, three and a half miles away from where I live. And he's not going to – he has a place in Miami now, uh, but he's not going to travel from Miami to Fort Lauderdale because that would be crazy an hour every time. So he bought a $10.75 million, $10. million mansion on the water now. My boy sent this to me, Drew. He's like, wow, look at where Messi just moved to. And I looked it up. If you look at the article, look at the picture I send you after this. I saw it. We just bought this this week. I didn't know this. It got me hyped because I'm like, whoa, this is all time. Makes me makes me feel even more rich than I'm not. You know what I mean? Because guess what? I just found out taxes are due. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm going to have to write off some some stuff to make sure I don't have to give the government some more money. So yeah. Uh, look at the picture that I sent you of the, uh, the map. I, I saw it. I saw it. I'm not going to show it on you, here, but no, I don't, I don't have my address picture? on it. I don't have my address on it. Oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah. I made sure. I'm not trying to get people, you know, groupies and shit. Um, yeah, I made sure I, I did it in a way where you don't see my exact look. I mean, the exact location doesn't matter. So it was kind of cool. So I was basically, you know, for this is a visual podcast more than audio, but if you're, you know, listening, I'll uh, share you. <laughs> so if you zoom in here, you can see I live, according to this week, I live currently 2.0 miles away from Lionel Messi. Two miles, 10 minutes. In the golf cart, it'll probably take me 12 15, minutes. 12 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I know exactly where that is too. So guess what I'm gonna do this week? You're gonna pull up on Messi. I'm fucking. I'm pulling up. I might make it an annual. I might make it a weekly thing to just pull up on Messi and see if I see him. Guess what? If he goes 
to a Publix, we share the same Publix right now. Yeah, no, for sure. Myself and well, he does go to Publix because there was a bunch of tweets and pictures of him at Publix when he first got here. At the at the current moment, with where he resides, and he's going to reside there for at least the next few years. Me and Messi share the same Publix liquor store. CVS. I I don't think I don't think Messi's drinking liquor. I'm just saying we we we're we're fuck. I could accurately say we're neighbors. We're neighbors. Two miles away. That's pretty cool. I like that. Anyway, that's all I had on my end. What do you have on yours? Shit. I mean, pretty much everything that we covered. Uh, I think this was a great episode. Again, appreciate Ronnie from Hypnotize hopping on and sharing his story and, you know, kind of just talking shop and business and everything he's gone he already texted me talking about it was it was all love and i told him yeah we're, we're gonna have him on again it's not gonna be the only time so i've said it before i'll say it again i've been reaching out to people i i got i got guests that we can have on for yeah we have maybe a, like a, a, a month straight and we can have a guest on next week and for a few weeks after that but if you have something that you're doing if you have something that you want to promote if you have a a business if you're a real estate agent if shit if you're making your own clothing like we just had ronnie if you're doing stuff on social media if you're a photographer if you're a videographer whatever it is bro if you're a personal trainer if it doesn't matter bro it it really doesn't matter if you have something that represents you and you want to talk about it hit us up whether it be my dms whether it be ray's dms whether it be the pod dms I, i don't care we're we're gonna see it and we're gonna figure out how to get you on it and we'll we'll go from there we've had people on here that ray doesn't know we've had people on here that i don't know we've had people on here that neither of us know and haven't met so it's just all through fucking networking and communication like ronnie broke down and that's part of the game and uh i want to do something and i know ray wants to do something with this so let's go man it's <laughs> let's get this shit uh, yeah like, I'm sweating. Uh, I need to go to the gym. I've had a headache. I gotta fucking do something with my night, man. Yeah, but love it. This, Let's take this it to was the awesome, next level, brother. Shout out Aaron um, Rodgers, man. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, because we all lose. Uh, you know, we all. I know you. You know, selfishly, if you take out the fact of an injury and you don't wish it upon anybody, but like in your division, you know, yeah, like, no, okay, I, cool. I, like, I wanted, I wanted to play him and the, Jets no, yeah. And it, it just creates better. That. Right. Like I think your yeah. team is good enough where it's like Aaron Roger playing would make it a great season. If you were to win the division and fucking beat yeah. all the other three teams, that would make it historic in your, in, you know, in Miami Dolphins history. Uh, so we all lose at the end of the day. So hopefully sucks, it's not, man. hopefully it's not bad. Hopefully it's a couple of weeks and, they yeah, hopefully it just it, but... looks a lot worse than it is. Yeah, shout out uh Coco Golf for winning the women's I saw that US Open. Um, I love the girl that she played against, the Russian, which did you see on ESPN? They I didn't realize this the whole time, but they were blacking out or they didn't have the Russian flag the whole time, which I was not okay with only because it's like I mean, this is probably a conversation for next week, but you're blacking out the Russian flag because they're in a war. Whether you think it's right or wrong, 
war is bad in general, but whether you think it's right or wrong, ESPN or whoever made that decision of blacking out the Russian flag made it their decision to do it based on their views. And I don't agree with that. Like they had the American flag for Coco and then they had nothing there for Russia. It's not, it's not her. It's not, she's not pro-war. She's not friends with Putin or whatever the case may be. She's also losing people and her country's in a war. So it's like, be a little empathetic, no matter what your view is on that towards sport. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's, I didn't like that. that, uh, Yeah, no, I, I don't like that either. When they like, when there's a UFC fight and they have a Russian guy coming out and they they boo him. Like, I mean, I've said it. Well, no, not even booing because that's up to the viewers and, and the, and the crowd. But like not a, net, a network making a decision not to put the Russian flag, like they sat there and said, we're not going to put the Russian flag on there for this athlete that's putting their heart and soul representing their country, right or wrong. I don't agree with. And there's nothing you could tell me to convince me otherwise. I, I don't agree with that thought process of we're not putting this country's flag on because we think they're doing wrong. That's not your decision to make. Your sports, your sports, and she's representing her country. What, like, what are we doing? Literally, no. Yeah, I, I don't. That agree lets with me that. know that there's, there's. Well, that's just it's fucking ESPN, bro. It's fucking know, ESPN. It's Disney. It it's just stupid. Like that's why I, I haven't watched ESPN in a long time. But I, I will not continue. I will continue yeah. to not watch ESPN because mm-hmm. of how how woke they are, and I. Um, a lot of people are getting tired of that shit, bro. A lot of people are getting tired of that shit. I didn't, I didn't say my, my, my story at the gas station about gun, but I'll, I'll leave that for next episode. Yeah, save it for next week. We'll put it in the notes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, hopefully, John's back, bounce back, uh, against the Cardinals, and then Dolphins have who next week? The Patriots. The Patriots in Foxborough, baby. We're we're That's on fine. to the Patriots. Um, if we record next Monday night, which we're on schedule to, uh, it's my birthday, um, 34 years ooh, old. So ooh. I'll be celebrating this weekend. It'll, uh, I'll probably show up to this podcast either pretty drunk to n- fight a hangover from the previous two or three days. So we'll have some fun uh, on my birthday and uh, we'll make it worth uh, AP's coming into town. So, um, okay, nice. Yeah. We'll have some fun on uh, next week's episode 94, but appreciate you guys subscribe, follow, yes, sir. you know, uh, appreciate the guests for coming on and we'll have more guests to follow each and every week. As long as every schedule works, I actually send out a couple DMS while recording to see if we can get some new people on. So we'll see. I was asking bar for Tama episode 93. Enter the lab. 93 the lab. year I was born on. Peace.